Welcome to Open Caller. This is number 18, episode number 18. I am Corey Bullis, alongside Michelle Sheth and Ryan Karkner. Let's do a quick shout out to all of our viewers on YouTube via our live stream, youtube.com slash govnc, and to everyone listening around the podcaster world, our podcatcher world. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for sharing. If you shared with the people in your inner circles or outer circles our outer circles we are we are not judgy we're not biased any circle really we'll (laughs) even handle a square trapezoids (laughs) really anything with you know (laughs) even a line just one line anything that follows (laughs) in the geometric spectrum we are all for so uh what's up with you gents on this fine thursday evening or prior to this fine evening I worked. This isn't. No, uh, you. This, this. I don't believe it. This gig isn't uh, carrying yet the way that I hoped it would. You're, the castle doesn't pay for itself, right? I thought I'd be cash for life by now, just on ads alone. <laughs> Not the case. Maybe one day. Tomorrow. Maybe. Possibly. This turns into. We, we could be the overnight sensation. I don't know. Well, this is this is a lot later for us. This yeah, is this is our late night sensation hitting the nation. Yeah, dim the lights, gentlemen. We're after dark now. Finally, <laughs> this, uh, this is the podcast Ryan's been waiting for. <laughs> oh, yeah, as, long, as long as he doesn't fall asleep first. Yeah, <laughs> unplug the mics. Ryan's got it from here. Yeah. Um, so a follow up to is that? just Ryan screaming like an old lady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan doesn't like clouds. <laughs> I thought I read an article record. about that the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the paper. Yeah. Um, follow up to a previous story about uh, pools. We uh, took the kids again to the hotel for a swim. Yes. Um, there's nobody in the pool this time, so Ashley was watching the kids in the kid pool. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna go to the adult fun size. Um, I used muscles I haven't used in like 20 years. <laughs> the first stroke, like there should have been a lifeguard on duty. I was ready to die. It's not a stroke of genius. No, no I, I thought I had a stroke. It was a stroke <laughs> of desperation. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just like the arm was dead and then the other one goes that one. I thought I pinched a nerve in my neck. It was, it was, it was scary exercise swimming is like it's well it's supposed to be one of the best kind of all you know full body workouts but you gotta use your full body i think like yeah if you don't if you don't (laughs) your full body in the first place it just everything just hurts like this is me monday to friday nine to five (laughs) so when when somebody asks you can you swim does the definition of swimming mean you can just hold yourself afloat and like tread water or like do they mean swimming as in can you actually perform the art of swimming and the reason why i bring this up is i was told not that long ago maybe four or five years ago and i was with my family and we were at some barbecue there was like an outdoor wait you were at a family barbecue i was (laughs) i don't believe it (laughs) so anyways like i'm just like you know in the water doing my thing and my mom was like, wow, Ryan, like, you, like, I hate to break it to you, but like, you never really learned how to swim. 
and I'm kind of like, what do you mean? Like, I know how to swim. Like, that's so I'm in the water right now. Like, obviously, Here, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, hold my, be- hold my beer. Like, I, I can swim. It's like, no, like, you're able to, like, stay afloat, but, like, you really, like, I've watched you swim. You can't swim. Just dog paddling. Yeah. And this it, was, this was like a little mind blowing. It's like, I, I lived my whole life thinking that I learned how to swim and apparently I never did. I just merely learned how to stay alive. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that's not I the mean, worst thing. I, I think that's swimming. <laughs> like, am I Michael Phelps? No. But am I alive? Well, yeah, maybe. Well, then, okay. So then, how about this? I can stand upright on skates and I can move at a. Nah, I was gonna say respectable. That's not the word at all. Yeah. I can I can move on skates, but can, can you, by right. definition, but can skate. I skate? Hell no. <laughs> like this might be the same. Like you know, it's a, it's yeah. a very similar. Like I can you know I can I can stand. I can move around. I can mostly you know get nudged and not fall over. Yeah, I used to had to use like the old plastic chairs that they give you at the old yeah. Rooms. Like I can skate with one of those. Like yeah. I can fly. Well, that you know, <laughs> take that chair away. Is that like <laughs> saying I can swim with like the the floaties? floaties? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm any better with the floaties. I think I'm just <laughs> oh, a guy yeah. flailing his arms with floaties on. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're, we're, the argument is being it's not so much if you can do the action. People are defining it as, and if you have the skill to do it, like if you can hit a ball yeah. with a bat, can you play baseball? Yeah. It's the I think it's yeah, the difference I mean, yeah. between the the actual quote unquote action itself versus you know the art of the skill of the because yeah action. Ashley said the same thing when she saw me you know going from one end to the pool the other she goes oh you can swim I said yeah because <laughs> again I went from point A to point B but she's like oh no you are doing the motions <laughs> actually I was drowning it just then <laughs> <laughs> I realized I could touch the bottom it was actually, it was actually the wave pool that <laughs> that kept me going. I was in a hot tub the whole time. Yeah. That's more my speed, hot tubs. Yeah. Bubbles. <laughs> Bubbles. Love, love the bubs. <laughs> Automated or self-provided? Both. Yeah. Combine them. <laughs> Combine them. I like it to be a surprise. <laughs> Don't know if it was yours or this machine until the, until the odor came in. Right? Who knows? Wow. <laughs> Learning a lot here. You just can continuously disappointing your parents. Yeah, or surprising I'm, them. Is that a disappointment still, or surprise? So they're surprised that you, you are shitty at swimming or no, like, disappointed that like, I didn't like wake up at five AM Saturday mornings to go to the, you know, the watering hole and practice my laps. Like I would only swim when there was a time where like I was forced to go swimming. That's really it was literally sink or swim the story. <laughs> The Ryan Karkner story. <laughs> that is literally the title of my autobiography. <laughs> Sink or swim, the time I flailed my arms. <laughs> so yeah, it's cottage or pool or yeah, whatever. You're not doing laps in the tub. No, I've tried. <laughs> doesn't work just, out very well. Just turn around and... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard me counting, but I just did over a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens uh, when it's like after 930. Yeah, we are, we are <laughs> yeah. doing a good start. You guys have a couple sunny delights and you're all giggles. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Hey, Fruitopia, man. <laughs> so what Raspberry <laughs> kiwi. Combining some fruits here, right? It's delicious. Good one. So, Ryan, I mentioned this to you briefly. 
Uh, I think we lost Ryan. Ryan, come on. So we'll move on to. There he is. We're... Oh, he's back. I, okay. I clicked the refresh button. <laughs> that, that was a mistake. Well, he, we were talking about our refreshing drinks. He thought he had to refresh uh, his drinks. Uh, yeah. Okay. Could be worse. But, Where's um... my tab? <laughs> Did you press the any key? Any key. Ryan, I mentioned this to you on the weekend. Um, I showed some of the Peanuts movie. Whoa, 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 this is a family show. <laughs> Peanuts. Oh, Peanuts. Okay, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not that parent. Um, and I just couldn't help but think of Pigpen and yes. his his uncleanliness. Like, if that was a real life, you think he would not be, you know, brought into, or at least the parents brought into the principal's office and sat down, like, you know, Mrs. Mi- Mr. And Mrs. Penny, have to talk about your son's hygiene. Because that kid, like, he moves and there's dust clouds. How is that socially acceptable? Like, what, like 50, 60 years ago? Like, I think I read somewhere that Charles Schultz, like, regretted creating that character because of ha you're dirty sort of thing that, you know, people do. But Like, did he regret it, like, six months ago after... You know, oh, well, he's dead. So he, yeah. he definitely didn't regret it six months ago. Oh. Well, <laughs> it was probably like, after the character was already a staple of the programming. Yeah. But it just, yeah, it's... Funny to think that you know, like someone's like, "Hey, dude, want some soap?" But what what if it's uh what if it's more of a like, "Hey, we're gonna accept you based on who you are, not yeah. based on the amount of dust clouds you have around you all <laughs> the friggin' time." <laughs> but should you accept somebody who is dust cloudy? I don't know. Should you accept somebody who carries a blanket around all the time? Mm, I don't think you should accept either of those people. <laughs> Those people should be exiled. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Dust Cloud Island over here. Yeah, like you got just, Blanket Island over there. Just, just take these people and move you them got, somewhere uh, else. You got Football and, Bitch over here. <laughs> hey, she's a therapist. That's true. She's like barely. Well, <laughs> like, barely. Well, at her rock bottom prices of five cents. <laughs> This is also living in a world where a dog thinks he's a World War II fighter pilot. That's true. Uh, you mean he's not? <laughs> no. I've, I think we have <laughs> he's a beagle, very, man. I think we have two very different interpretations <laughs> of the Nets Chronicles, sir. <laughs> so, 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 so far this week, we have learned that Ryan doesn't know how to swim, and also <laughs> that he thinks dogs can fly. Yeah. Beagles are World War II fighter pilots that take on the Red Baron. <laughs> We must socially outcast any child who yes. has these sort of dust clouds that. surrounding him at all times. Don't forget the kid in the blanket. Yes, that's right. And the blanket kid. Well, you know, that's just... I mean, I guess you know, they're pretty... It's a childlike one. They're young-ish. Can we say that, like, give, you know, give Pigpen and Linus, you know, all their crap, but Charlie Brown was, like, bald by, like, the age of <laughs> six. Like we don't, we're not going to talk about that. Or peppermint patty and mercy. No. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on there? Well, I'm, I'm <laughs> staying right, away. That, I'm staying away from that dark. one. Yeah, I'm <laughs> staying away from that one. I'm not. You know. Hey, who peppermint patty wants to hang around? Her <laughs> <laughs> <for> business. <laughs> Whoever's getting at her peppermint patty is no one's <laughs> business, right? <laughs> I don't want people blowing up my Twitter later. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, I'm assuming anyone here did Twitter not sucks now. 
Did you partake in the, what was it called? Uh, Deacta day on the 17th or whatever I, it was last Friday? I didn't deactivate anything. Um, but have you used it since then? I have I'm, not used it since last Friday. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I've, there was this, uh, yeah, I don't know, like a social movement, no pun intended, um, where people were like debating that they were going to, or saying at this date we're all deactivating or we're just not going to use it starting this date. Uh, I haven't deleted my account. I've thought about it because, yeah, it's nothing but negative 24 so 7 on there now. now. I, like, I can't. And so a while ago, probably like six months ago, um, I went through and it, it's really hard to kind of mass unfollow um things right you have to go you gotta win you have to go you gotta go one at a time and all that stuff because you know i found that my twitter feed was getting too cluttered as it was so i was like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna go and cut out a bunch of the the people that i'd follow just for the sake of following them and uh it takes a really long time to do that Mm -hmm. so you know i carved out an hour and just like went through my list and cut it down to probably probably a quarter of what it was because a lot of the times i was also following similar accounts right like follow following tsn and then also tsn hockey and tsn whatever like all those things i could get by just following tsn because they mm-hmm. retweet from the other ones anyway so it's fine um and uh man i like even with that slimming down of the things i follow and now it's mainly you know it's like a few kind of comedy twitter accounts mostly tech sites and truck like reviewers um sports and some movie stuff and even then all i hear like everything is just negative about oh this person you know this person's off twitter now this person's getting harassed this person's this and it's just it's so annoying now so like yeah, I'm I'm on it a lot less than I used to be. Um, I have opened it up recently, but yeah, it's really it's not my main main source of anything anymore. Yeah, I found in I guess what almost seven almost a week that I've done it. I instinctively because I have all my social stuff in a folder, so I instinctively just out of habit press it. But every time I see the bird, I just double tap and swipe out of it. Yeah, but. Just like using news apps and everything else, I've have the obviously seeing the occasional Trump article somewhere. Um, yeah, I don't really see anything negative anymore now that I'm not on it. Aside it's, from yeah, my own negative thinking, <laughs> it's great. Like not being on it. Um, there's some stuff I feel like it's it's nice to have it just for a few news things that aren't showing up in real time in like the news apps. Yeah. The only like thing I've been missing is like any like, like sports rumors or things like that. Exactly. That you don't until someone updates. posts an article about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause like mainly it's, I, I really like it for like updates. I don't mm-hmm. need the full article, you know, I don't, cause they're not going to write a new article every time a minor thing happens. But you know, if someone's like, Oh, update on this situation where, you know, we're this close to that or whatever it is. Like I like that kind of stuff. Um, and but yeah i don't i don't think i'd miss it if i uninstalled it at all my thing is like this the summer school the class post stuff on there so that's kind of the only reason why i'm hanging on to it since she's starting in a couple weeks again they they post it on twitter yeah it's a pictures of what the kids are doing in class so that's the only yeah. reason i'm kind of hanging on to it right now 
but yeah, no, I don't miss it at all, really. I haven't like, used I work- mine for like a like a year, so yeah, it's and it's you know there's a another thing that's kind of slowed down my Twitter usage is uh, Corey, like we've talked about it. I I don't use the official Twitter apps on iOS or Android. Just mm-hmm. you know the the main thing is the not having the reverse chronological feed. And um, I don't like the, oh, hey, here's what you missed. And here's a tweet from six hours ago, followed by a tweet from three minutes ago, followed by a tweet from four days ago. Yeah, that's and, why I really don't use Instagram anymore. Yeah, see, like, I don't mind as, as much with Instagram <laughs> because it's it's a mindless, like, scroll. I'm just looking at pictures and stuff. But if I'm looking for news or, or like what's happening the the reason twitter was so good for me that you know the reason i use it as much as i did was because it was you know if i didn't open it for three days that's fine i want mm-hmm. the news i don't want the news from three days ago i want the news from right now right um whereas like instagram pictures and i think we talked about it before when we when we discussed facebook maybe but Facebook and Instagram, it's more people that like I actually know, you know, the, the yeah. people I follow are people I actually know and uh, actually like care about what, you know, what they're doing or where they're going, stuff like that. I follow very few people on Twitter that I actually know in real life because, well, a lot of them don't use it for one thing. And uh, the other thing is I just, that's the one I want for news. You know, I want, that's how I get a lot of my information and uh you know that information is rarely you know pictures of kids or dogs or vacations or anything like that that's you know that's what i use facebook and instagram for twitter i want it for news that i wouldn't get anywhere else and um the app i use on instagram uh, on android is called phoenix and it's great but then twitter's been like messing with third-party apps for years now and uh, i guess last week they finally got rid of some apis that stopped uh, apps from doing like a real-time update so that you didn't have to hit refresh every time um, so if you use TweetDeck on the computer which i do sometimes um, i could just have like a, a little side panel of twitter and it would just update on its own i wouldn't have to refresh every five minutes or you know, whatever. So like that was cool. And, uh, and then you stopped getting push notifications. So if someone replied or liked or favorited anything, you wouldn't get it until you open the app or, you know, every, whatever your refresh interval is. So if you have it set for like, Oh, just refresh every six hours in the background, then all of a sudden I would get like a bunch of notifications six hours later. Um, and like, just, uh, I don't know, all the third-party apps are doing just so much better stuff than the official Instagram app is doing or the official Twitter app is doing. And so I just can't get on board with using that one now, like now that I've used the other ones. So it's like even more reason not to open the app along with all the garbage that's like happening on it. But mainly the garbage. Mainly the garbage. It's a it's a huge dumpster fire on, on Twitter right now. Yeah. Especially when you have like the CEO or president or whatever that's backing ninety percent of the problems that are on there. Yeah, being like, oh yeah, well, it doesn't violate our our stuff. Didn't also, he have his account banned? Like, wasn't the CEO one of the people that had like his account like 
uh, not hacked, but like deactivated, like banned. I thought I heard that. Who, Jack? I don't know. Whoever the CEO is. So. Uh, well, maybe I'll find it. Keep talking <laughs> about your other stuff. <laughs> I'm on news um, control. Well, yeah. we'll take this time to move on to some more positive news and we'll move on to this week's V's T. Yeah. So I've got uh, Chewy on my shirt here. And the caption underneath says, um, I woke up like this. Oh, I get is, it. You know, it's uh, it's a thing. I can't remember when. I think it was a, a couple of years ago. That was a big, like, I woke up like this situation where people just post pictures saying I woke up like this. Um, this one's just cute and funny. Chewie's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. And it's hilarious because he looks like this all the time, whether he just woke up or, you know, was out flying on top of the the Millennium Falcon. Okay. Co-pilot. Co-pilot. So that was V's Tees for this week, sponsored by 80stees.com. Visit 80stees.com, enter the promo code OPENCOLLAR30 at checkout to save 30% on your purchase. 80stees.com, celebrate your inner 80s kids with the raddest retro t-shirts and pulp culture gear. Ryan, did you find it? I did not. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, cl- I'm clearly talking in my ass. I-, I saw something on TV of that nature, so I either have it skewed or what have you. Skewed. I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one thing that apparently no one seems to be over, but we might be venturing down that road is not sure if everyone saw this, but ESPN announced that they will not be airing the national anthem during the Monday night football telecast this year. Um, there was, it, um, Jim Pitaro, ESPN president told the networks, or told reporters that, uh, they will not televise the national anthem as part of its Monday night broadcast this year. Uh, not that they had to, but they informed the NFL, of that earlier and uh as they said they wanted to uh strengthen their relationship with the league and i guess they figure this will help that by not having the controversy airing so i've said this before i don't think the national anthem should be shown before games anyway i don't even i don't think you hear much of it during hockey unless it's a saturday night telecast and it's toronto i think most of the time it's even if they have like a a celebrity if it's a high-profile game or high-profile celebrity doing the anthems, I don't think you hear it, see it, or if you do, you catch the very tail end of it. Yeah, as... you might get it on like the big like hockey night in Canada games. Yeah, the seven o'clock Toronto Montreal's or Toronto or Toronto Boston. anyone Toronto's playing. Yeah, yeah. anything like that. <laughs> Toronto, I think Toronto. most most yeah, regional telecasts or something like that they're not showing that part of the game. And again, I'm all for that. Yeah, it's... I don't, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I as think if, like, we're. Th- um, I don't watch a lot of football anyway, but is it like, was it just more airtime that they could, you know, have on there? Like, is to it me, gonna... that seems like that's the time of thing you, we sit there talking about the lineup or you're talking about the keys to the game or whatever. Yeah, exactly. So like nobody that's... at home is standing up during that time because, Oh honey, can't talk now. The anthem's playing. Uh, exactly. I mean, in the States, you'd probably be surprised maybe. Um, like I remember like when I was in Cleveland, um, I was at the one of the Indians games there, and we were in we were in the uh, the like the ball like the shop like like the the send shop except it's the Indian shop I guess. Anyways, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the send shop is not in Cleveland. It is not. I don't know okay. whatever, whatever you want to call it. The, the I will stadium, cross it off my list. The <laughs> stadium shop. I don't know the the quick fix term for it. Anyways, like as so the the. Um, the wow 
I lost it. The anthem. Thank you. The anthem. <laughs> no <laughs> the anthem was, was playing and literally everyone in the store who was looking at hats i think i saw like one person like take a hat like off the rack and then like put it to his chest and like everyone stays still for the national anthem they're not at their seats they're not like outside of the park like they are far away from the anthem actually happening and everybody's dead silent well you're it. supposed to like that's my understanding that it's my understanding that's what we're all supposed yeah. to be doing but you know but like like the send store for example here in ottawa like no one's doing that absolutely no and like in my experience, when I was a, a rep with the, with the team, was like I'd stop in between like you know voms or whatever, and there's people like running to the concessions or on the phone. They're going into the washroom. Yeah. They're paying for their beers. So exactly. I think if if the like in your experience there with in in Cleveland, if that's what you're supposed to be doing, then you got to shut everything down during that three minutes. You're not serving food. Someone's blocking the bathroom doors. Like that's if what it's supposed to be like. So again, with all the controversy going on, them taking it off their telecasts just shows, I guess that it's really only important to the people in the stands. I think mm -hmm. so. Cause those but, are the ones that, and then and those are the ones, ones not making the fuss, right? It's everyone at home that's complaining. I think it's also well, like, one person that's complaining. They, they would probably, I mean, I'm sure they've run the numbers or whatever, but they've seen that it doesn't help them financially at all. I think and, it makes no difference. And all it, all, yeah, all it does yeah. is, well, it's just having it is more Brad Press than necessary. Yeah, you're just shining a light on the problem then, more. So, yeah, you're like, all right, well, it's not, because if it was financially viable for them, they would take it, you know, they would take the bad press and be like, yeah, we know people get upset about it or whatever, but it's okay because we're making an extra million dollars by showing it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, it's not though. So they're like, whatever, it's fine. They're the people, like you said, the people in the stadium are are there. They're standing up in their seats. They're doing whatever. Um, yeah, you're part of all and, of it now. It's all part and, of the experience. Right? Yeah, and then that's it. the The people at home, you're right, don't need to see that. They don't need to see um, any of the pregame stuff. That's not. I think that's why they had the anthem broadcast in the first place way back when is because the NFL wanted to appear more patriotic to the common viewer. Um, and I think it's the same reason why the, you know, like the NFL logo is red, white, and blue. Um, like it's all part of a, you know, marketing tactic. At least it was way back when to, you know, get the patriotic common man to tune into the football <laughs> game. And maybe they don't need that anymore. Maybe they don't need that element. Well, I feel like they really ramped that up after 9-11. They had the flybys yeah. go over every game. They had Absolutely. the big flag uh, things with the Army guys on the field. I think that's the same reason why they started doing, uh, was, was it God Bless America during baseball games now? Like, that's what they do during the seventh uh, inning stretch. That I think that's Wrigley? taking me up to the ball game. No, no, that's at Wrigley. But oh. I think they... <laughs> I think in some parts, maybe if it's, it was just New York. I think there's some parks that do, like I've been to parks that do both. Like they'll do take me out to the ball game and God bless America. And I've seen it where they do just take me out to the ball game. And I've seen it where they do just God bless America. So. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think all that was after 9-11. If I'm not mistaken, I easily could be wrong, but we don't employ a fact checker here. Yeah. Case in point, Ryan and Twitter CEO is getting banned. <laughs> yeah. I, there was, I'll, I'll find it. <laughs> 
<laughs> I thought you gave up on it. No, I, I will. You're like, I'm, now I'm back. I'll come back. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of tied up with the Boston pizza fiasco, but oh, I will. Christ. I will. Uh, I'll, I will get around to it. Yeah, so you got to take on Colonnade Pizza, Pizza Hut, I'm one going of the after, other pizza places. I'm going after Big Pizza, guys. Yeah. Little Caesars. Big no, pizza, they're, they're <laughs> Yeah. Got to take a one pizza pie out. At a time. At a time. Bring them all down. <laughs> From the inside. Get employed there. Figure, just, figure out the the insider. Just just cut to me like two weeks like in like a pizza pizza apron starting from the bottom. <laughs> just mopping floors. Yeah, yeah. 20 years later, CEO of like Boston Pizza. <laughs> right where I want to be. Yeah, yeah, right. Everyone can have as many yeah, <laughs> price pizza. Yeah. What? on you, Boston Pizza. Yeah. It, was, it was me. It was me all along. Got a movie there. Yeah. <laughs> but sp- speaking of uh, crumbling from the inside, um, it's been reported by Forbes that the Arizona Coyotes lost $50 million last season. Sounds about right. Um, that is the most that they've lost in a single season, ha- with previous seasons having a loss uh, of around $30 million. Uh, and the report has their total debt at around $300 million. Hockey in the desert. Who knew? Yeah. <laughs> who knew that wouldn't survive? Um, everyone. Well, like, why are they still there? There's, you know, there's, that there's... is the hill that Gary Bettman will die on. Yeah, like there's there's teams or there's um there's markets that want teams that will do well, that will make more money, that'll be more profitable, that will have more interest, like everything would be better. And yeah, Batman's like, Nope. Arizona, that's the place. That's I the place that... that we need hockey the most. <laughs> if we I can't think... have it in Arizona, then we shouldn't have it anywhere. Closes down the lead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not planning anywhere else until it's, until it's, until it's yeah. feasible and profitable just, here just batman like sitting in a corner in his jeremy roenick jersey <laughs> <laughs> just stroking oh. the emblem nobody nobody gets hockey <laughs> <laughs> every home game will now be played in arizona no matter what teams are playing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't shock me. Um, yeah, it shocks me how how long it's lasted that they've been um, losing money and uh, like, are they still getting? They're still getting help from the city. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So like, part of the contract. You know, it's uh, stuff like that. Where like, if I if I was not a hockey fan living in Arizona, which is everyone, which is yeah, most people. <laughs> um, even if I was a hockey fan living in Arizona, awesome Matthews was. Um, like I, I don't know if I would want to pay. You know, I, if I wanted to contribute to your taxes, yeah, like such a, and I'm sure that they have better use for those taxes. But there's there's people who like even here, right, will fight tooth and nail and bitch that they got to pay for schools when they have no kids that are in school. Let yeah. the coyotes pay the coyote tax. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All it comes back to the bears. <laughs> it's all about the bears. Then it was the coyotes. We knew it was the bears. <laughs> um, shit, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So at this point with the league, because of Vegas, it does not make 
sense to move them and you want them to fold and someone to buy an expansion because they'll make more money that way. Because yeah, if you but... buy a team, you're paying the losses. If you expand a team, that's money that gets divided and the league looks better. But why? That's, so... what that's what they're saying. You're not going to have. You're less likely now to have a team go to Quebec because of uh, they don't have the east and west. Uh, Could you not start your either. own franchise without not necessarily expanding the league? Though, like, th- I'm just thinking it from strictly a business standpoint. Like, when a corporation goes under, like most, like the owner of that corporation can walk away from that, and the 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 debt dies with the corporation. Why can't it be a similar strategy here where we just let the coyotes die? It doesn't have to get transferred to anybody. You're probably at this point, you're probably better off eating the loss. Like the league can just eat the loss, move it somewhere else and then just start anew. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Like, yes, you would make more money with an expansion team, but you'll still make money. Like not no as much can. money uh, moving it, but, but no one's going to want to start with a $400, or sorry, $400 million red crayon that... Yeah, I think that's the problem with the league faces because I think their lease has to do with it. Like, if you break a lease or move, you got to pay that. Yeah, you're, like, out of that contract. Imagine being the landlord of the Arizona Coyotes lease. I mean, it's just like a guy in a white beater. It's just just like an Eastern European guy in a white beater who lives upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're like you're like above yes. a bowling alley and below another bowling alley, <laughs> just with a big barrel for a gut, right? Yeah. Yeah. The hairiest shoulders and back Use, uses the mop to like yeah. cut the <laughs> quiet down, you three fans up yeah. there. Hey, What's take a thing out of it. Oh, you want to play hockey? Yeah, <laughs> turn that anthem down. <laughs> That is not a Ukrainian anthem. <laughs> no offense. Um, yeah, because who was I talking to? I was talking to somebody at work. Oh, no, it was an article I was reading. Um, they were saying, why would you go move somebody to, let's say they take the Hurricanes, for example, <clears throat> that are, again, same thing, bleeding money, their value is on the way down, just like Arizona's. I think the current owner of the Coyotes or his co-owner wants to sell his portion for, or no, he just bought out the other guy. So he owns it wholesale now, wants to sell it for about 500 million with the losses at 300 million puts their value at maybe you, 300. Million? How do you yeah. possibly think buying out the other side of the coyotes is ever a good idea? Cause I guess if you were to on... ever unload it, you would then yeah. not yeah. have to, that is, I think that is like the ballsiest business. Move. Yeah. Like you're, you're banking on a lot. Like that's yeah. a huge risk. Yeah. That, I don't know, like it doesn't really pay off that much, you know? I don't think it's going to pay at all. I don't think it's going to pay at all. Shit, it's late. I forgot my point. Uh, end of the day, you make more money with the expansion because was it $500 million for Vegas? They're saying the next one in Seattle is going to be 750 So at this point now, you're probably looking at a billion dollars. To start a team. To start a team. Like but Quebec then, will only know, get one. Bring back the Whalers, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> The Whalers, the Nordiques. Just bring back all the old teams. Supersonics back in the NBA. <laughs> oh, hells yes. Yeah. But did you see the possible uh, expansion for the MLB? No. Cities being considered? Uh, Portland, Vegas, Charlotte, Nashville. Those are the U.S. cities. 
Um, they're thinking of going back to Montreal or Vancouver. Ooh, Montreal would be good. And lastly, possible Mexico. Yeah. There's <laughs> always a Mexico. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to get past the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just so. hit dingers over it. <laughs> <laughs> like Big Al. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Big Al likes to hit dingers. Um, um, yeah, well, I mean, I guess, yeah, like, it is already like a multi, you know, country league. You could hypothetically do Mexico. But it wouldn't be like, I don't think it'd be like the Mexico whatever. Insert, you know, whatever team name here. I'm staying away from it. Yeah, Enchiladas? Like, but, stop, stop that conversation. Yeah. Mexican tacos. <laughs> Anyways, but like, it would be like... Mucho burritos. Know, the Me- whatever. Like, let's say it's like the Mexico City Marauders. Mexico. Let's say. Yeah, the Mexico City Mexicos. Uh, that, that could work hypothetically. You just wouldn't want to be in the division that has to fly to Mexico 20 times a year. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, because it's not like the NHL by time zones. MLB is just like all the, over the uh, place. Yeah, it's not you, yeah, you based on anywhere you are. No, because when you go, it's a three or four game series. Yeah. Imagine spending four nights in Mexico because you're in that division. Don't drink the water. Yeah. At least, like they say it all the time. Yeah, but so like this, all these expand. Like, is I feel like there's a lot of leagues now that uh, so every league has what at least almost thirty teams, right? Thirty teams in yeah, NBA, thirty to 30. 30, Yeah, thirty-one for the NHL. All thirty-one. 30. And... So like, I get that more teams make more money, but doesn't it like dilute the fan base almost? Like people, I I feel like I would just there's too much to keep track of. I used to really like knowing what was going on in hockey, you know, who was where, who, like how well everyone was doing. Until the Mexicans showed up. And then, yeah. And then team Mexico shows up and I'm like, I can't pronounce this name. Um, (laughs) But no, you know, I'm, it's getting harder and harder to, to know what's going on in every league because there's just, there's too much information. I guess. Is it that there's too many teams or we're at the age now where everybody we know is gone and we don't really have the time or the effort to learn everybody else who's new. It's also like <laughs> analytics plays like a big role into it. Now it's, it's less about like that old fashioned baseball or hockey know-how. And it's a lot of analytics. It's a lot of science now. Yeah, like, Well, yeah. Brian, you could attest this. I think you're the one of the three of us that watches baseball. Um, there was a, an article I saw a couple days ago that is said that this is probably in like last 30 years, the worst time we've had f- for baseball because the games are longer than ever. The hitting all that stuff is down because of exactly how analytics and stuff plays into it, where people are more in their head about taking pictures and things now that there's, you know, strikeouts are uh, higher than hits are home runs are down all that stuff again, because of how everyone now plays the game. It's all, yeah. Well, it's all there's science like, based, right? Yeah, there it is a lot of it's a, like I think baseball was actually, believe it or not, one of the last ones to uh, kind of incorporate analytics. Like you guys have heard of like Moneyball and stuff like that. Like that's kind of been around. For I a saw while. that movie. Yeah, good movie, but like the actual <laughs> analytics of like the little bit more advanced, like just kind of got to baseball maybe like a few years ago. Like football was actually one of the first that started using it, and then it kind of made its way to like basketball, like where NBA, like it's all about the three, like 
10, 15 years ago, like it was all about having the big center, like Shaq or whatever. Like you don't see that anymore. It's all about the three ball. It's a different game entirely. It's all percentages, numbers and all that. And then it kind of slid its way to baseball. And now we've got it where they actually don't want like the ball in the air anymore. Yeah. That was the part of the article. Yeah. And now it's, they've got defensive shifts and stuff like that. And it's like, if you're going to hit it, like either strike out or crank it because that's actually analytically the best way to go. And so that kind of hurt baseball. And then, yeah, the games are getting longer. They're thinking about incorporating a pitch count. Um, and like nobody, like especially baseball can be a long game. Like when you're watch, watching a baseball game for four or five hours, like that's a long time to sit and watch. And yeah, the average length is well over three hours now. Yeah. Like, especially if you're not at the game, like it's hard to. Even if you're at the game, yeah. like. I was like, I was at the game where the Jays went to like 17 innings and like we had to take a train. I didn't get to see all of it. And it was like, you're talking like a five or six hour game at that point. And it's just no one, nobody, ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> nobody got time for that. Um, yeah. When you were saying pitch count, do you mean like a, a time? Like a timer. So like, like, yeah. like, like kind of like how football has like, you know, like they have the, the, the 40 clock. second. Yeah. It'd be a shot clock. Yeah. 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 Like a shot clock. That'd be that'd be good because yeah, I feel like there's just there's a lot of downtime and do like do they already have a some sort of uh, rule for like how long the batter can take? Because it used to be like I remember because I used to watch baseball uh, when I was much younger when the Jays were winning and all that kind of stuff. And so ninety two and ninety three, ninety two, ninety three, and I like I don't remember the batter stepping out of the box. You're actually After. not allowed to do that. It's actually, oh, really? yeah, it's actually against the rules. And I can't remember which commentator it was, but he actually made a note saying it's like you know, like every time that batter like steps out of that batter's box, like that's actually illegal. Like you can't do that. And, uh, like that's fine. the MLB like just doesn't enforce it, I guess. Yeah. Because like, uh, yeah, they they never did that before. You know, you might maybe after you took a a really big swing and missed yeah. or or something, you might you know adjust your glove or you know tighten everything up. Yeah. But now it's like. They'll stand there. They'll watch a pitch go by. Yeah. That's answer their cell phone. Wild, yeah. yeah. And then adjust their fourteen step, chains that they have they'll on. They'll step out of their box, do their entire routine again, yeah. and then step back in. And like, I feel like that tape. They, you know, if they're gonna do, I mean, it might help having the the shot clock or the pitch clock for the pitcher because they the other guys, you know, wouldn't have enough time to do that. Yeah. But uh, like, they should also have one for the batter because. That I feel like takes up a lot of time. Like in between every single pitch, it's like they're, you know, taking their entire glove off, putting it back on, tightening it, you know, taking seventeen practice swings, and then getting back into the box. And it, it takes forever. Like of Remember, course, the like, game in the gonna... cartoons where they used to like have like all the bats, and then they'd like pick one. Yeah, you need to bring that back. That's true. <laughs> the, the, the weighted bat. Well, they have the weighted one, and then they like. No, nope, uh, I'm using this one tonight, dear. Yeah, this is this is the good one. This is the one right here. This <laughs> one has the cork in it. The one with the lightning bolt on it. Yeah. <laughs> Carved it from a bigger bat. <laughs> uh, so this thing uh, kind of broke my heart. So you saw the Eagles pass Michael Jackson for the greatest album of all time. They just yep. won a Super Bowl. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Wait, no, no, this is the band. Ah, gotcha. I checked it twice. 
so the Eagles' greatest hits, 1971-1975, had been certified platinum 38 times, pushing it ahead of Michael Jackson's Thriller, which was certified 33 times. So how many times did they platinum it in a year? Because if this is just making news now, they must have done it five times this year. Because you think he, every year it would do that, Who, right? Who's buying e- the, the Eagles' greatest hits album still? Well, maybe it's all these people that, you know, searching the Eagles after they won the <laughs> Super Bowl. They're like, ah, oh, this. Yeah. this must be what I'm looking for. Next thing you know, they're listening to Tequila Sunrise. <laughs> Who? Wait Who likes, a minute. Does anyone here like the Eagles? I like the Eagles. I like a lot of their songs. I feel like I I like their one like their song. Hits, you know, yeah, they you know, I like the if <laughs> If it's a well-known song, I would know there was the Eagles. If you played anything else by them, okay. So like, here's like, the yeah, track. Okay. Let's compare apples to apples here. So we'll look up a uh, Thriller album. I see where you're going with this, Corey. Put Thriller on while playing the Eagles. <laughs> head to head. To head. <laughs> only one can survive. <laughs> <laughs> there can only be one. <laughs> it's Highlander rules. That's for sure. Uh, um, okay. What? Okay, hold on. Before you start, what is the what's the metric for platinum? How many? Uh, is it a million albums? Is it? I think so. Okay. So, so we're saying okay, they. So look that up. Like, didn't they, they adjust this? Why? Like, didn't they change the rules for this? Like, not too long ago. I think it. it I think. Um, yeah, because now it includes digital downloads, obviously, because who buys CDs? That's true. Okay, so there's ten songs on this album. Eagles. It's two sides. Yeah, we're going with Eagles. So, um, side one. Take It Easy, Witchy Woman, Lion Eyes, Already Gone, and Desperado. So far, so good. Side yeah. two, One of These Nights, Tequila Sunrise, Take It to the Limit, Peaceful, Easy Feeling, and Best of My Love. That's a pretty good lineup. All right. So I, can, I can sign off with this. Now, Michelle, I think you'll be with me on this one. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah. Uh, nine tracks. Side one has Want to Be Starting Something. Baby Be Mine, The Girl Is Mine, and Thriller. Amazing. Side two, this is where we get into it. Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature, PYT, and The Lady in My Life. Yeah, like how can you beat that? That is. I don't know. I think like I think like, side B of Thriller is like pretty pretty one side. That that like, is batting cleanup. Yeah, but like, that's like a closer. We're also talking about a single album versus a greatest hits, right? That's you know, true. Like, too. If I'm I'm surprised that a Michael Jackson greatest hits hasn't uh, probably because that is the, I don't think the one exists. Answer. Yeah, well they he had that, sure the, the, that anthology yeah, yeah. Job album or whatever, but uh, but yeah I'm like that's that one album like Thriller oh, in itself is could be almost anyone else's greatest hits album, mm-hmm. and, you know, and that's you know not even including so many of michael jackson's big hits um well, those are some of the so, biggest ones yeah but like so like it's it's pretty crazy that one album has that many big hits and then you know lee you said comparing apples to apples but i don't think that's like apt i mean you're you're comparing the greatest hits to well it's comp- comparing apples to apples in terms of yeah. albums that are platinum exactly but well, like, this article you know, does say that uh thriller remains the best-selling album of all time yeah, like there's no way that any single Eagles album is 
you know, as good or, or better, obviously better than Thriller. So it was, yeah, certified platinum 38 times. It sold, has sold 42 million copies as of 2011. That's the Eagles. And yeah, 66 million copies worldwide for Thriller. Yeah, like that's a, that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and like, I don't know, maybe I, like, there's some bias there too. Like, I, I like Michael Jackson a lot more than I like the Eagles. So yeah, I'm obviously going to, I'm going to think that that album is better. But I think that's, uh, that could be said for a lot of people anyway. Just based on that track list, I think there's a lot more people that are going to enjoy almost all of the songs on Thriller than they would any, you know, anything by the Eagles, except for Eagles fans. Which apparently there are a lot because they're keep playing this. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, is it, that's no. like, that's one album like they, they aren't like re releasing, you know, the higher quality versions and back on vinyl and all that kind of stuff that's happening now. Or is it just like it's that album? It's that album, I guess, and in, in however many iterations, whether it's Forms digital. Gotcha. And they released this this album in 1976. And Thriller was? Thriller was released in the year 1982. 82. So released later part. and still sold way more. All right. I guess that's uh, it for the news. I would have a debate on that one because... I've been listening to more Prince than Michael Jackson lately, but we can talk about that another time. Yeah. Something about the uh, the songwriting, and I just find that more appealing in my older age. Anyhow, <laughs> um, Ryan, you're good? Yeah. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm so disappointed. It's like, he's just thinking about okay. what his next swim class is. <laughs> Man. I'll show you, Mom. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day. The next family barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> Hold my beer and he's just going to dive in. Backstroke. Drown. The breaststroke. <laughs> <laughs> just belly flops right in, does not come back up. <laughs> just like my hat like floats to the top. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's just standing over the pool. I told you, honey. <laughs> Here's your beer. You learn how to swim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna pour this one out for Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's drowning, taking in the water. He's taking in beer. With. <laughs> this is what he would have wanted. <laughs> uh, uh, on that note, that's open caller for this week. Follow the show, facebook.com slash open caller podcast, Twitter, Instagram, open caller pod. YouTube.com slash GoVNC. From Michelle, Ryan, this is Corey reminding you to keep it casual. Oh.